2: This is Chris Christensen from the Amateur Traveler Podcast. The Amateur Traveler Podcast is about the love of travel. It's about where to go and why you should go there. We're gonna open up to you different destinations you haven't heard of or places you have heard of but things you didn't know to do while you were there. Each episode is about 45 minutes long, And it's typically an interview with someone who wrote the guidebook on that destination or who has been there or who's a local tour guide or someone who is an expert on that destination and knows how to tell you what to do to get the most out of your precious vacation time. So if you value your vacation time and you want to use it wisely, listen to Amateur Traveler and learn about destinations both domestic and international, places you've heard of and places you haven't. Amateur Traveler has almost 900 episodes talking about different destinations, so if there's a place you want to go, odds are we've already covered it and can help you plan a trip there. Amateur Traveler, subscribe today.
3: What Was That Like contains adult language and content and is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised.
0: Welcome to What Was That Like? I'm your host, Scott Johnson. This is a show where we talk to regular people, people just like you or just like me, who have found themselves in an extremely unusual situation. We'll hear their stories and get inside their head because we all want to know, what was that like? More information about each episode at whatwasthatlike.com. Here we go. What I'm about to tell you is based on a criminal complaint and investigation. All suspects are presumed innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. This happened in Waldo, Wisconsin. It was Thursday, September 27, 2018. Just after lunchtime, around 1 p.m., Dean Hoffman entered the home of his former girlfriend, whose name I'm not going to mention. He was not invited in. He came in without permission. She told him to leave, and she started to call the police. But he stopped her from calling. He grabbed her by the waist, and he pushed her backwards into the stairs that led to the second floor. He pulled her hair, he ripped her shirt, and dragged her up the stairs. He punched her, causing a bloody nose and a black eye. He locked them both in the bathroom for about a half an hour while she tended to her bloody nose. Then he tied her up and kept her from leaving her own house for the next several hours. He even used her phone, posing as her, to text her children who lived nearby, telling them that she was sick and to not visit for a few days. Then he made a mistake he ordered a pizza from Domino's. The delivery driver that brought the pizza was Joey Grundle. While the suspect was checking the pizza, Joey was able to make eye contact with the victim, and she communicated with him silently that she needed help. And because Joey was alert and willing to help, the story has a happy ending. The woman is safe, and Dean Hoffman is behind bars. Pretty exciting night for a guy who expected to just bring some food and collect some money. Like most people who are in some kind of situation like this, he said he doesn't consider himself a hero. But he is. If you'd like to contact Joey and congratulate him on his quick thinking, I'll have his email address in the show notes for this episode at whatwasthatlike.com forward slash one zero, because this is episode 10. And if you want to get some really cool content on a regular basis, Follow me on Instagram at what was that like? And here's my conversation with Joey. Have you ever made national news just by delivering a pizza before? Uh,
3: no, everything that's happened over the last few weeks or so is all new to me. Um, it's usually just show up, get to make the delivery, and go home, and nothing big
0: happens. That, so, so this is this is kind of a weird thing, huh? Yeah, absolutely. How long have you been working for Domino's? Uh, just over two
3: years. Um, August was like the two year anniversary or whatever. So
0: before this happened, do you remember, had you ever delivered a pizza to that house before?
3: Um, not that I recall. Um, I mean, I have a lot of deliveries, so maybe it's a lapse in memory that I've been there before, but both the people that I, that were there and the house itself were unfamiliar to me. So I don't think I've been there before.
0: And before, When you got there to, to deliver this pizza, before you rang the doorbell, did you have any kind of a weird sense or a weird feeling about it? Like maybe something was not quite right or anything like that?
3: Uh, up until the point where I actually got to the door and um, the couple answered the door, um, everything seemed normal. Um, it's just a normal delivery, at 8 o'clock at night, people just wanting some food. I mean, it's, it's late, people need to eat. So that's, that was only the only thing really going to my mind at that point.
0: All right well, let's just talk about what actually happened and um obviously some you know, somebody from that house called in and ordered a pizza so when you went up to the door, who answered the door?
3: Uh, the person that answered the door was um the ex-boyfriend who at that time I didn't know that I just assumed it was his her current the current boyfriend or husband or whatever it was. He's the one that entered the door and he seemed super friendly and he's the one he who's like super excited like hey my food's here
0: okay. Okay. And he's the one with the long gray hair, gray beard. That w- yes. That from what I've seen on the news stories. Okay. All right. And his name was Dean Hoffman. Did you go inside at all?
3: Uh, no, I never left like the front step porch area. So,
0: All right. Well, tell us what exactly happened uh, once, you know, he answers the door and how did how did it play out?
3: Uh, so started out um, I gave him the food and then um, at one point he just kind of grabbed the box and then opened it up just to make sure the toppings were right. And she's like, Hey, is this, and he was asking um, the woman he was with, like, is this what you ordered? She's like, yeah, that's what I ordered. And then I just happened to look up at her. And while he was kind of looking down at the pizza, that's when I noticed that she had a black eye on her her left eye and she pointed to it and she mouthed, help me to me. Like didn't actually say it. She just wanted for me to see that she needed help without vocally or auto, uh, vocally saying it so he wouldn't hear um, and then a few few seconds went by I kind of froze at first because that was something i was so unexpected I'm like wait did I just see that um, and then shortly after she um, mouthed to me again called the police so after that happened he disappeared for a few seconds he ended up going to get me some money so he came back gave me the money I said thank you have a good night whatever like a normal delivery and at, at that point, that's when I walked into my car, and I, as I was driving back to the store, I dialed nine one one.
0: So, when you were when you were seeing her mouth these words that she needed help, were you deliberately thinking in your head, "Okay, I got to keep a straight face, got to act normal," or what were you thinking then?
3: I was just tr- trying to think that I need to keep calm, make it everything look normal, um, just because. Obviously, she's in a dangerous situation. And if he finds out that, you know, I know that something's going on, um, it's going to make things so much worse.
0: So you just went back to your car and you immediately dialed 911.
3: 911,
1: what is the address of the emergency? Uh, okay, can you repeat that for verification, please? What's the phone number that you're calling from? verified. Okay. Tell me exactly what happened. Okay. So
3: I'm a delivery driver for Domino's. Um, I work for Plymouth or the the, the restaurant is in Plymouth. Um, and I had a delivery and it was, um, some
1: middle-aged couple and it looked like the woman or the woman clearly had a black eye and she pointed to it and I swear she mouthed, help me. And then as I was leaving, I swear she also said, um, call the police, like she mouthed it. Okay. Do you know the name of the people that live there by any chance? Uh, the thing I have on the delivery takes is I'm not really sure how to pronounce the last name. Okay. All right. How long ago did you leave there? Uh, it's been like four minutes. I'm on my way back to the store. So. Okay. So did you see any other person in there besides the female? Uh, it was uh her and i'm assuming her husband or whatever he's the one that paid for it and whatever she was standing behind him and that's when i saw her mouth those things to me okay that's all i saw i don't know if there's anybody there or not okay and then what's your name uh joey And your last name grundle g-r-u-n-d-l okay yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, we've got some deputies on the way, Joey, okay?
3: Okay, thank you so much.
1: You're welcome, thank you.
0: A while back, I added a small thing to my nightly routine. Just before going to bed, I jot down a few tasks on a sticky note, things I want to get done the next day. So when I'm waking up the next morning, I already sort of have an agenda. It's just a little habit that's made a big difference for me. It's kind of the same as taking care of your gut. Because it's also little, but your whole body depends on it for overall health. Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic gives you positive impacts for your gut as well as your heart. And it's a really easy routine. Just pop two capsules of Seed DSO-1 in the morning. And all I can tell you is, I feel great. I'm not a scientist, but I know that having an optimal gut bacteria level promotes better health in the rest of my body, including my skin. And the clinical trials and research mean the data is there to back that up. DSO-1 is completely free of sugar, soy, gluten, and peanuts. And it's vegan. It's got no chemical coatings, and it doesn't even require refrigeration. So it's easy to use when I'm traveling to a podcasting conference. Try it out for yourself and see how it impacts your gut health.
1: Trust your gut with Seeds DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash what and use code 25 what to get twenty-five percent off your first month. That's twenty-five percent off your first month of seeds DSO1 daily symbiotic at seed.com slash what code 25 what.
0: What can I say? When I plan a week of meals, I like to have some variety. And with hundreds of meals to choose from, CookUnity has that part covered. Go to cookunity.com slash what or enter code WHAT before checkout to get 50% off your first week. Not too long ago, I tried the Cauliflower and Chickpea Coconut Curry. I love curry anyway, but even if you're not normally a fan, you should try this one. It's one of the dishes prepared by Chef Michelle Bernstein here in Florida. She has a couple of restaurants here, and she's also a judge on the TV show Chopped, so you may have already seen her. But aside from the taste, it's the convenience. Because let's face it, even if I knew how to cook, I don't have time. These meals are delivered fully cooked. So when mealtime rolls around, I pick out what I feel like eating, and within just a few minutes, it's ready. No prep and no cleanup. And when I say variety, I'm talking over 350 different meals from dozens of chefs. You can decide based on a chef you like, or protein content, or just what you prefer. The menus are updated weekly, so there's always something new.
1: Make the best meal plan ever with the convenience, chef-level quality, and endless variety of CookUnity. Go to CookUnity.com slash what or enter code what before checkout for 50% off your first week. That's 50% off your first week by using code what or going to CookUnity.com slash what. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and. I see cold, the rage of the earth. We made this curse, carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see, we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2.
0: Play it now with Game Pass. So you left the address after you called, or no, you, you drove away and called while you were driving. Correct. Okay. So how did you find out what had happened afterward?
3: Um, The next day, the officer, I think he was the officer that ended up going to the house that night, um, showed up to my door. He wanted like a written statement and he's like, yeah, no, this was a a serious hostage situation. Um, He had tied her up and all that stuff. Um, He didn't get in too much detail, partially because I I don't think he legally could. Um, But he's like, yeah, this was a dangerous situation. And there's a good chance that she was not going to make it alive to the night. He didn't think that the man had any intention of letting her live through that night.
0: Wow, that is so scary. Yeah, now, from from the news reports that I read, and, of course, we have to say this is all alleged. There hasn't been any conviction yet, but this is what what I read. Hoffman broke into this house, which is where his ex-girlfriend was. She tried to call police, but he took her phone and began beating her. He tied her up with a power cord. And she ended up with a black eye and a bloody nose and he tied her up on the bed and shoved a towel in her mouth. And he even remarked that he had a gun in his car and he should just shoot himself and her. And at this point he faces charges of kidnapping, false imprisonment, strangulation and suffocation, felony intimidation of a victim and burglary of a building. And the lady was quoted as saying she truly believed that he was going to kill her that night. How do you feel knowing that you were just face to face with someone who may have committed all those crimes? Uh, It's just crazy
3: to think about that. You never know the backstory. Um, As a delivery person, you never know what's going on. You uh, can always just maybe assume that everyone's just a normal person, just getting their food. But I don't know much about these people. Um, other than their faces and, uh, there's never much of a real interaction. It's just a thank you. Hello, goodbye, etc. So it's just crazy to think about how you never really know the true intentions and how, how these people truly are. So
0: Right. What's going on behind that door? Have you, now, after this has happened, have you been in touch with that woman at all?
3: Uh, I have not. The only real interaction I've had was her son has come to the store Um, And he just said, uh, I just want to thank you personally for like, you saved my mom's life and et cetera. Just, I just want to thank you for doing that. Yeah. And that's, that's all the real extent I've had with any connection with her or her family. Um, I just wanted to maybe kind of keep my distance because I don't know if she was ready to talk. And um, if she ever was, I'm always open to just, uh, just to meet her personally, but I'm going to kind of leave that up to her.
0: That's, I think that's a good idea, but I mean, seriously, You very well have, could have saved her life that night. You know that, right?
3: Yeah, I do know that. I've heard that so many times and I try not to think of myself as a hero. Um, I just, I don't know. I think anyone, I I would hope anyone else in a similar situation, at least had they noticed, would have at least just dialed 911. But I guess I don't know if anybody else would have. So yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it's a good thing they uh, they had you that night instead of somebody else. You yep. know, so many people go through their whole life with their head and or their face in their phone, not really being aware of stuff that's going on. But it was good that you just happened to notice that this is a person that needs some help. Obviously, are you kind of a celebrity at your Domino's store now?
3: Uh, a little bit. I mean, it kind of died down a little bit where everything's kind of normal, but. Yeah, for you know, a few weeks, it was just all about, hey, it's the famous guy or whatever. It's the hero or
0: whatever. Um, so I heard
3: that a while for a few weeks from my coworkers.
0: Does it make you any when – you, when you're when you delivering a pizza now, does it make you feel any differently when you approach a house? Like thinking, hmm, I wonder what's going on in this one.
3: Uh, just maybe just keep my eyes open a little more just to be aware. Um, even if with that in mind, I'll probably never have something like this happen again just because this was a rare instance, like this is almost out of a movie situation. I mean, I'll, I'll always get my eyes open, see something suspicious, and, and I'll say something if I see something again, just because, again, you never know. So,
0: Yeah, you never know. you got to be ready for anything, right? All right, well, it's a great story. We sure appreciate you sharing it with us, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll see a follow-up perhaps to find out what happens with this guy, but it sounds like you saved this lady from a pretty scary situation.
3: Yeah, and I'm hoping that I, I'm going to guess that he's going to be going away for a while. So I, that's, at least that's what my hope is.
0: Sounds like it. We'll see how it turns out. All right, Joey, thanks again for sharing your story.
3: All right. Thanks for having me. Great to tell it.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode. My goal for each show is to introduce you to people and stories that you just won't find on other podcasts. If you want to help support the show, you just need to subscribe, and that way you'll never miss an episode. You can click on any of the subscribe buttons on the website, which is whatwasthatlike.com. You'll see all the links right there at the top where you can subscribe directly to this show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or on whatever app you use to catch your podcasts. And you'll see there are also links to Twitter and Instagram, so you can follow us there, and I hope you do. And if you really want to connect with me and get in on the discussion with other listeners to this show, you can join our private Facebook group. You can find that at whatwasthatlike.com forward slash Facebook. And of course, you can always email me directly at scott at thatlike.com or just go to the website and click on contact. I'd love to hear what you think of this episode or a previous episode. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you on the next show where we'll once again ask the question, what was that like? Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us.
3: Just this overall sense
1: of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North.